0: Quids. Fucked up their history on this. 50 Brandy Quaid. Just murdering them in the name of God. 50 Brandy Quaid. Cha, 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 cha. We watch movies so you don't have to. Cage Talk.
1: Welcome to 50 Brandy Quaid. Hashtag Cage Talk Edition. This is episode 139 and Cage Talk Edition 57, Season of the Witch. I am your host, with the most Nicholas Cage movies. I'm the fresh prince of Con Air. I'm the prime millennial. I'm your boy, Chuck Banner. And with me, my co-host, as always... JT, how fucking bad were the computer graphics in this movie? Money. I didn't even really pay. I mean like, okay, it was hard not to pay attention to it, but Oh, bro, but I was
0: Hold on. Come on. I was deep- into the right, movie. We haven't given a spoiler warning. Pretty yet, so, hard. I'm going to keep my mind. So,
1: I just kind of looked past oh. it.
0: All right, then we're going to have different opinions on this movie. Uh, let's let's drudge forward, like shall we? We watch
1: season of the witch the 57th nicolas cage classic and if you have any questions or comments you can go to 50randyquays.com you can let us know what the fuck is up
0: okay i'm just going to jump in right now and i'm going to say i'm going to say the tagline to this movie before we get to the trailer and the tagline is not all souls can be saved that's the exact fucking opposite message that this movie delivers the technically, opposite technically
1: technically I can't get into spoilers yet.
0: Can't get into So we'll hold off. I'm just saying it doesn't make any sense. But it'd
1: be way more metal if you sounded it like, Not
0: all souls can be saved.
1: Cue the trailer for Season of the Witch. Come a long way, my friend. Across oceans, deserts, seen things few men have seen. The fewer still will believe. The end is in sight. Is this this is a curse from hell brought upon us by the black witch you have been found guilty of consorting with the devil wait, wait. do it
0: no. i am damon of flybrook your name has become legend you must deliver the witch to severak where you will destroy the witch's powers That the witch That is not what I say.
1: I will take the girl, but if she is not what you say, she will not be yours to burn. You're not like the others. Do you believe I'm a witch, Bayman? Don't be deceived. She sees the weakness that lies in our hearts. And what she sees there, she will use against us. You're not afraid of me. Are you?
0: Another. They must be punished. Let's finish this. We're gonna need more holy water.
1: We are back making the witch's brew
0: again because we'll find out is it a witch's brew
1: yeah yeah it's uh well we'll get there we'll get there
0: but you
1: know there, there could be some new listeners on this very episode episode 139 and i like to say lol to all of you wonderful new listeners
0: and of course that means lots of love so tell me how that works chuck how does lots of love work
1: well you gotta give it To get it, and then you got it.
0: And it is so good.
1: You know that's right. And once again, you know, if you are new to the show, this is Hashtag Cage Talk. And we're going to talk
0: everything
1: about the one true god, Nicolas Cage.
0: Or at least we mean to.
1: But we're going to give you a warning because like, that's what we roll. That's how we do. We've always done it. Why would we change now? Warning time. After the warning, however, spoilers abound. You've been warned. That's why there's a warning. Why else would there be a warning?
0: As you can tell, I've been itching to spoil this shit since I introduced myself. So,
1: <laughs> the, yeah, the introduction was a spoiler.
0: No, it was not. It was that, a general. Apologize. It was a general statement about the computer graphics of the movie. It didn't spoil any plot points. I guess that's true. Come on now, I know better than that. But
1: spoils abound. In three, two one
0: let me tell you motherfuckers right now it's not a witch it's a demon that demon ends up dead nick cage ends up dead ron perlman ends up dead the only motherfuckers who survive are the bitch boy altar boy and the girl who was possessed by the demon her soul was saved god damn it anna anna the unnamed in the credits anna but named in the final scene anna
1: no she was named in the credits as the girl
0: right I just called her the witch for a lot of it, and then I was like, well, maybe oh, she maybe she's a witch, I so too. I called her the girl, and then when I realized she was definitely at least something, I went back to the witch again, and then she turned into a demon, and I'm like, well, she's a fucking demon.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much how I rolled, too. I mean, I pretty much always called her the witch, sometimes with quotations. You know, yep. Obviously, you can tell we're talking about witches. So, this is obviously a fantasy movie with some adventure and a little bit of action.
0: Just a little bit, though, because they got to keep that PG 13 rating to get all those little kids in.
1: Oh, and you know why it's PG 13? For thematic elements, violence, and disturbing content.
0: I'm going to say thematic elements is probably code for we're talking about demons in Jesus and the crusades and shit
1: yeah yeah probably which
0: and i didn't go too deep down the rabbit hole on this but they apparently fucked up their history on this real bad some of these battles that they were in in the beginning of the movie didn't or took place like 200 years before this time frame so, they didn't go for historical accuracy here, which is the thing I'll point out at another point later, too. But
1: No, yeah, they're just going for a storyline here.
0: Yeah, they went with a story. The problem is, if you're going to use that framework, at least get, like, the dates right. It's not that hard. It's not.
1: That's why I mostly didn't pay attention to the dates. Like, I tried to at first, and then I was like, you know what? I doubt this is historically accurate.
0: Well, the the, the the time of like the Crusades and the plague and all that shit definitely took place in the 14th century where they were dealing with it here. And I didn't realize when I was watching and it, It's just when I was looking through earlier on like, trivia and facts for some random things I saw. And I didn't want to read too far into it because I didn't fucking care that much. But some of the battles they listed earlier took place in like the 12th century, not the 14th century. So it's like, just pick up a fucking history book and pick something that falls in the right dates. It doesn't even have to be... Something like I I don't know. It just I'm just saying that sets the tone for they don't give a fuck about things that are truthful here, which is fine. <laughs> I guess I don't know.
1: So this movie debuted here in America January seventh of two thousand and eleven at number three.
0: Hold on, before we move on to the ratings and the rankings, I got a couple of pieces of information about that release date. This movie started in development. As a spec script in the year 2000. And then it changed hands from production companies like three or four times till it ended up with Relativity Media, and this is their first in house production as a production company. All right. It was originally supposed to be released more than a year earlier, on March 2010. But the studio, Lionsgate, when they took a look at the screener, they said, oh no, I don't fucking think so, buddy. And they sent it back for reshoots with a different director to clean up some things and make it better. So I think that most of the movie was filmed over.
1: So this was not as good as it was? It was
0: worse than this initially. They wanted to release something that Lionsgate looked at and said... Oh hell no! And they—I think they initially filmed everything over on like Eastern Europe or something. They did the reshoots in Louisiana with Brett Ratner, who is the guy who directed like the Rush Hour movies, among some other things. Uh, he came in and like, and he brought in his own editor. Like they were like, "Fuck this mess!" and they turned it into whatever we ended up with here. But I'm just saying, prior to its release in 2011, it had a rocky history, and its production was apparently not appreciated by the studio
1: all right did not know any of that you did more research on this episode it's than a I did. cage
0: talk i felt like i could put a little effort into it all right give me that top five boy
1: all right you know so this debuted at number three for 10.6 million dollars in its opening weekend so it's already got about 25 percent of its initial 40 million dollar budget right So, but we got the rest of the top five, right? So have you seen any of these movies? Number one, True Grit, $14.6 million in its third week. I
0: have seen True Grit. I saw True Grit in theaters. It's a Coen Brothers remake of a John Wayne movie starring Jeff Bridges.
1: I've seen it, but not in theaters. Number two, Little Fockers, $13.4 million in its third week.
0: Uh, Didn't see it in theaters. I have seen it, though.
1: Seen it, own it. Love it. I'm Ben Stiller, More Number four, Tron Legacy. $10 million, and it's fourth
0: week. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen the first one. Haven't seen any Trons. Not not in a hurry.
1: Not interested. Don't care. Maybe
0: someday it'll happen, but I'm not banking on it.
1: And number five, Black Swan. $8.1 million, and it's sixth. Seen it. Love it. Haven't seen it. Have wanted to see it. Just there's a lot of movies I want to see. Not sure,
0: not sure if you'd like it. Not to color your opinion ahead of time, and you'll probably forget I said that anyway. But
1: probably doesn't will. strike
0: me as your kind of movie.
1: All right, all right. So this movie after this weekend uh, totaled twenty four point eight million dollars here in the states, and then your boy, uh, the one true god, Nicholas Cage, helped bring in those foreign numbers up to 66.8 because you know he does great overseas and that brings us to a worldwide total of 91.6 million dollars with a huge profit of 51.6 million dollars brought in mostly by Nicolas Cage well probably Ron Perlman too
0: yeah I'm gonna give Ron Perlman a lot of credit here as well um he did just as much in this movie as nick cage did. it's not like this was a a stellar nick cage performance he carried the movie or anything not to say he was bad but it wasn't like oh shit you need to see this movie because of nick cage's performance it wasn't that at all i would agree with you he did yeah. he did good he did He he acted his i'm just not coming back to this movie to watch nick cage do his thing that's not a reason for me to come back to this <laughs>
1: yeah i I, don't, I guess i i would agree with you there i mean i do i do really like i compared to some of the movies we've watched just even recently with nicholas let's jump
0: to something that even has a similar sort of fantasy feel in, like the sorcerer's apprentice great movie no but nick cage that's a fucking performance right
1: yeah he was great in that movie i mean i felt like this was more supposed to be serious at least Up until they get to the monastery?
0: I think it was supposed to be serious all the way through. I absolutely think it was supposed to be serious all the way through, but it just... It kind of became cartoony after... Yeah, because the the computer graphics were fucking cartoons. They look like shit. (laughs) <laughs> they were fucking... I was already out of this movie, but that sucked me right out. And I was like, now now you are giving me a comedy, and you're not doing it on purpose. I kind of felt like they were fucking...
1: Well, I felt the story kind of fell apart there, too. Like
0: The whole I, thing, I thing fell like apart. I kind of felt like it was
1: bullshit that it was a demon, like... I guess they kind of showed, like, when she held, when she gre- saved uh, the kid from falling off That's the bridge. That's the thing. Like... It's
0: not like any of it was a surprise, honestly. They fucking telegraphed that shit from the fucking start. Like, they showed you that we're dealing with something that isn't a witch in the opening scene when that other priest gets killed by that fucking supposed witch that got hung and drowned, yeah. but comes back to life and kills him and fucking burns the book that he had and all that. Like, they played their cards real early. I knew she wasn't a witch. I didn't know what she was, but I was like she's not a, a human witch. I didn't know what angle they were going with. They went demon, which it all it all just felt so fucking like by the numbers and like boring and slow. The movie took forever for anything to fucking happen. You know, I will agree
1: with you that this was a long hour and 35 minutes. And I enjoyed it, but I thought it was... Just when I was thinking, this movie's going to be too long, Ron Perlman goes, there's the monastery. And I'm like, oh, fucking thank God. Yep. I was like, I can't take another scene of them on No, the I agree
0: with you. It, that was right about the point where I was like, what the fuck? And they must have, like... That must have been something they hit up in editing afterwards. They're like, everyone's sick of this bullshit by now. We need to give them... Ron Perlman pointing at the the goal and being like there it is there's our destination and everyone can go finally we're in the home stretch we are here all right so this movie was
1: written by braggy f shite shut shut braggy f shut right that's about right
0: i don't know i'm i'm gonna say yeah it's definitely not braggy f shit or shite
1: i meant to say shut obviously. it's
0: brad schroot directed by john john cena
1: <laughs> dominic cena. shit
0: sorry i can't see either of them probably because i don't know if dominic has a job anymore after turning his turn out <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah but he was able to get nicholas
0: cage and ron Perlin. and christopher lee and christopher lee yeah so when i took my notes on this i didn't bother to really learn anyone's name Oh, so you left have to I. excuse me I wrote, if I like, just... Nick I wrote and Cage Pearlman. and Ron, girl or <laughs> I witch. Did
1: write, I did write Hagamir or whatever his name is. I
0: just referred to him as the guide. I referred to the priest as the priest. I referred to the knight as the knight. <laughs> it's just like that's everyone's title.
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely said priest, knight, kid. And then
0: when he became knighted, I started writing kid knight. I just called him the boy the whole time. He's just a little boy. But we, we got, so we got Nicolas Cage here as Bayman. And then Ron Perlman is Felsen They're like companions Oh they're buddies They're war buddies which means they definitely sucked each other's dicks
1: They're definitely in God's army
0: That's what I called it the whole time Was God's army for sure
1: And they're fighting you know The quote unquote bad guys Up until the point where they're not So we also get get
0: Claire Foy In her movie debut Playing the girl Slash Anna slash the the witch The black witch slash the daemon
1: and then we have Stephen Graham as Hagemar Also, I put him on here without really realizing what his role was going to be because I recognized him as uh, Al Capone from Borderlands. Well, I can Empire.
0: tell you right now, I don't give one squirt of piss on anyone you left off of his sheet, so I'm not here to add anyone I do want to note that Claire Foy and Stephen Graham ended up getting married after making this movie. Really? Well, i think a number of years after making this movie, but then they also got divorced a few years after that, so it really doesn't matter. But little piece of little piece All of right. gossip for you. Little piece of movie trivia. Oh, trivia. then we have Christopher Lee as Cardinal Dean Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> when i wrote it down i was like this is fucking dean ambrose it was cardinal d'ambrose D'Ambrals?
1: and then for some reason i decided to put kevin kilbrew as the voice now, of the you demon. say for
0: some reason can i ask you do you know what that reason is
1: i had space to write another so name so you so you, you went I figured...
0: with someone who's credited for doing a voice of a character at the end of the movie Instead of like someone who was in the movie For most of it Like, like the, the priest Like well if
1: I would have known I just thought it was cool Like I was like ah yeah let's throw this guy has some love But like, fuck
0: the priest Fuck the knight I don't know what their names are and I don't care
1: Yeah I, well I mean like the priest I think No no
0: the knight I think his character's name was Eckhart No uh Might have been last name his first name was Johan I have the I don't know the real names The priest's name was Debelzak I wrote it down earlier, just in case, like you had everyone's names. I was like, I better write these down, just in case he starts using them. But I didn't write down the actual actors' names because I figured,
1: oh, you know, come on, we've done so how many episodes now, and you're still thinking I'm coming out with characters. But this names? could
0: be the one where you decided to do it. I don't want to get caught with my pants down, Chuck.
1: All right, so we're gonna get down under to the IMDb breakdown here. 14th century knights transport a uh, suspected witch to a monastery where monks deduce her powers could be the source of the
0: Black Plague.
1: That really does not explain this movie. I would say it's more like the first part is right, but then the second part isn't right because the monks are dead.
0: Yeah, the monks don't deduce that her powers could be the source of the Black Plague. The priest does that before they even hit the road to go to the Abbey.
1: Yeah. Wrong. And they try to convince you that, like, homeboy, that the priest said, like, raped her or something like that. And the demon's all like, oh, yeah, she, the the priest was touching me. I don't want him to touching well, me.
0: Well, I torturing her, too. Like, we saw her back when she was in prison. She's all fucked up. I think it was a matter of she was being tortured to confess. Like, I don't... I'm sure rape is a part of that, too, but I think it was more like physical torture is what they were alluding to here. And I guarantee you he did. Are you kidding me? You think priests didn't fucking torture people to confess to being witches back then? Doesn't mean she wasn't an actual demon, too, but I'm sure he tortured her.
1: Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Dude,
0: you ever read about the fucking Crusades before? And not, like, since high school. No. right, Dude, it's fucked up. Read about what the fuck church did to, So I can't even say how many people over the years centuries just murdering them in the name of god ruthlessly this shit happened that's what the salem witch trials were uh, different from the crusades but it's a burn a witch you know what i mean she even brings up she even brings up in this thing the the rocks in the pocket test they were doing that shit in the united states
1: it's crazy just like (laughs) this is this blows my fucking mind
0: yeah the whole god's army slaughtering people thing while sensationalized probably to make it look like an episode, or, uh, uh like three hundred or something, like that's what it felt like to me. Especially with, like the color filters they had on, once they were going into those battle scenes, it's like it feels like I'm in another three hundred movie.
1: Oh, I I really like battle scenes. Yeah, I do so... too. When they're
0: good, these weren't good. These were boring.
1: I just was. I was. Into this movie from the get go right So we start off with like This one priest who hangs the three witches Right and then when he's reading From the book I thought he was trying to bring the Witches back so like I thought he was With them no
0: he said earlier That he told the The knights that were not Bringing the women back up he's like you have to bring them back up I gotta read from this book to make sure they don't come back to Life again he straight up was like I gotta Kill these witches
1: yeah but I just thought Maybe he was bullshitting them so we could Fucking bring them back to life oh
0: no was we finding. out the church are still right even though they're the bad guys they're still right in this movie
1: yeah so they're the good
0: guys they they definitely don't make them the good guys but they definitely don't say that they're wrong No, they don't they definitely don't say that they're wrong about you know
1: they're wrong they're kind of like they're players. wrong about how
0: they go about doing things but they're right about what they're trying to do kind of thing Ah, it's all fucked up but anyway it backfires on him though because the third body that he got thrown over pulls him down into the water he somehow escapes from that and is going back to get his book, but she pops up out of the water and fucking murders his ass and burns his book. And then boom, it cuts to yeah. the title. It, was it cuts to the ass. title screen, and that's
1: that's when I was like, "All right, I'm in." I was, I, I was like, "I know it's going to
0: be cheesy," and that's probably like why
1: I was. But able it wasn't to like trying to it. be
0: cheesy, though. That's my problem. That's not this movie's goal. It was cheesy. Well, I understand on what it's,
1: its goal. Was not to be, and cheesy, that's what we but... strike
0: against it. Like if you're trying to be cheesy, that's one thing. But they're trying to make a serious movie here, and they fucking whiffed.
1: Yeah, but I was entertained by oh, it I wasn't. knowing that I was able to, to. Dive into it, like knowing it's cheesy, even though it wasn't trying. If
0: I to want to watch a story that deals with these elements, there are dozens of other movies I could go to before this. So why do I want to watch a yeah, bad well, version? How many of, of it? them star Nick Cage and Ron Perlman? I don't need to watch it. I could watch both of them be better in so many other movies than this one. If my goal is to watch a Nick Cage or a Ron Perlman movie, though, like
1: what if you want to watch a Nick Cage and Ron Perlman? Movie? I just
0: did, and I can't say I ever want to do it again. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, we get through all those battles And part of my problem with these battles You said you like battle scenes, I like battle scenes too But this is like four or five in a row You don't really get a battle scene You get a montage of shit No,
1: it's a montage of battle scenes And it's like basically Like what, like a 12 year Like run and Right towards the end of just... it,
0: Ron asked the question: "Do you ever think God has too many enemies?" So you kind of get the idea that in their heads is already like, "Are we doing the right thing anymore?"
1: It's like we just keep fighting endlessly for it's like what seems like no reason
0: to so to to kill anyone who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, take their land, take their resources, take their money, and, and limit. You heard the fucking herald, and literally. The kill herald everybody. here just says, "Murder everyone." And Nick Cage is cool with it, apparently, for way more than the 12 years that we see here, because they'd both been in it for a while before then. He's cool with it up until the point that he kills a a, a a girl, a small girl. Yeah. Obviously, that had been going on for years and years and years before. Had he just not done it? Had it not bothered him before? Did it finally just weigh on him completely? But for whatever reason, when he stabs this one girl in the chest, he's like, well, I'm done now.
1: It seemed to him like... When he stabbed that one girl, he, for some reason, was able to look at everything else and be like, oh, we're just slaughtering, like, women and children. Mm -hmm. There's, like, no men even here. Like, no soldiers to fight against. Like, these are just people... Like trying to live, and we just fucking slaughtered him
0: And Ron, Ron watches. Ron watches it too. And you could say, like I said before, he'd already been questioning this shit. So
1: I think that was just like, all right, man. Like there was no reason for us to have to do this.
0: So they go up to the Herald the next morning. That's the guy who's like the pep talker, basically of of the the army. And I
1: recognize that guy. I've seen him in a bunch of shit.
0: And Nick Cage is basically like, bro. You say you're the voice of God, but is that really who's talking to you? And the other dude's like, bitch, who's talking for you? And Ron's like, whoa, bro. I think we just need to get out of here. Cage is like, yeah, man. And the Herald's like, y'all can't go. You're not allowed to do that. And Cage,
1: and Cage's like, Who's gonna stop us? And all the fucking soldiers just like like separate, like fucking just like let them Well as we've
0: seen and as we find out a little bit later on, like these two were like the dudes. They have been tearing through infidels for decades, just killing people for God. They're like the dudes.
1: At the beginning of that montage, they're like, hey, whoever, you know, like we're gonna drink after this. And whoever kills the most gets a drink for free. And, like, Ron Perlman's like, yeah, I'll take this 300. You take that 300.
0: Cage is like, I'll just kill all 600 myself.
1: The cage is like, well, I mean, we're splitting it then. So, like, who's going to buy the beers? And he's like, oh, you're buying is what Perlman says to Cage. Cage is like, I guess I'll have to kill all 600.
0: So they leave that bullshit, they're done, and we jump ahead one month, these guys are just riding along, or walking along the shoreline on the coast, apparently they haven't seen anyone for a while, but they come across this dwelling, and they go knock on the door, they go inside, they try and see if anyone's there, what's going on, it seems deserted though.
1: Yeah. And like the like Perlman even like smells the food on the fireplace and like oh like it like it seemed like it was old. So Cage heads
0: back, like yeah. Riding. Cage heads back into the bedroom and he pulls back the sheet that's covering the bed, and there's two plague-ridden dead bodies laying in there. And they're like, "Fuck, we need to get out of here." So they take
1: two. Of- well, and they're like, they're like, man, we've seen a lot of fucked up shit in our time. But we've never seen anything like oh, that. Oh
0: shit! I forgot. While they're laying there, too, the woman like kind of come the woman that's dead in the bed kind of like comes back to life for a minute and then like dies again. What the fuck yeah. was that? What did that have to do with anything?
1: Like almost like she was clinging to life that whole time, and then it was just kind of like,
0: Ugh. bro, she was like green and purple and blue and shit. She had no, been. Yeah. She dead. was definitely like. So that. I don't understand the whole her springing back to. Are they, they trying to imply that the demon? Or witchcraft, or something was involved with it. Uh, like,
1: well, they're trying to say that this movie is saying that witches and demons are in fact real. Oh yeah, and that the black plague was brought upon, like up, like upon the land because of that demon. Like, as soon as that demon died, the like the plague went away. Well, sure,
0: yeah. Why wouldn't the church sell it that way?
1: That's what this movie is implying.
0: I I don't think they're the first ones to make that implication. I think they're telling that story based on whatever minimal research they did. And from a seemingly still church apologetic standpoint, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not hung up on that aspect. Like I get why that's the purpose of it. She's the cause of it. So we got to kill the demon. Like, okay, cool. All right, I guess. I, mean, I don't care about it, but it makes sense. But anyway, they steal two fucking horses to steal, quote unquote, steal two horses, burn that fucking house down and get out of there. They got to move on.
1: I don't understand why they couldn't have just killed her. Like in the town. Why'd they have to take her to that Because she
0: has to get a trial, a fair trial in God's eyes by the monks. Otherwise, it's not done correctly and it won't actually kill the demon. They'll just set it free to possess another person. They don't do a good job of explaining that, but they kind of try to. Because it's when the guide tries to kill her that one time. Cage wants to kill her that one time. And the priest is like, if you kill her now, you won't end this plague. She has to get to the Abbey. The monks have to see her.
1: Well, in the end, the monks don't see her anyway
0: basically what he's saying is the monks don't need to see her the monks need that they've got this book and they need to fucking kill this demon they're just not telling him that cage that is the priest is really like we got to get her there because that's where the ultimate defense is at
1: I think we got to read this incantation and get rid of whatever's inside so
0: they come up to this city after they've been riding for a while and there's what appears to be like hundreds of crows flying around the top of this city like just it's ominous looking.
1: Well, yeah, I mean at that point you're like, oh that's an infected town. Well,
0: Ron's like let's just go around, fuck this shit Cage is like, these are not riding horses and we need supplies, we gotta go into town, even if we might get recognized as deserters from God's army. Gotta go in, bro
1: And yeah, so they go in, they end up like striking a deal and get some new horses, but like the kid tries to like put their fucking gear on the horse and sword falls out and boom, you can already tell like, oh, that's fucking Well
0: on the it. hilt of the sword, there's like a, a crest from the army. So the guy who's selling them the yeah. horses recognizes it and goes, Well shit, there's something in me for me to turn this guy in, I'm sure. Let's go So yeah. all of a sudden the guards show up and there's this big ass battle, but then the archers show up and our boys gotta give up.
1: Dude, even with the archers, Nick
0: Cage is all like Cha 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 fucking cutting down these arrows and i'm all like one true yeah God, it looked like man. shit too though the graphics and the motions none of it looked good they didn't line it up right it looked so i was fucking buying
1: bullshit. into nah. it
0: it looked awful I,
1: I was invested at this point so like i didn't even see it like i literally wasn't like i was just I was grinning. I swallowed a lot of bullshit
0: watching cage movies, okay? And a lot of it I'm fine with. I've sucked it up and been like that was better than I thought it was going to be. This was not one of them. This I was not invested from the opening scene and it never turned itself around for me. I just couldn't I couldn't do it. And so I'm viewing everything from the first scene through a lens of this is trash and it never proved me wrong. But anyway, they get arrested. But before they get locked up, our friend, the priest, sees the sword and goes, yo, bro, is this yours? Kate's like, yeah, that's mine. He's like, then you need to come with me, dog. So they go to this room where there's a whole bunch of...
1: And Pearlman's all like, we better be going to dinner.
0: They're not going to dinner. They're going to this bedchamber of the Cardinal Dean Ambrose. He's being attended by a bunch of plague doctors and other priests and shit. Like, he is... Full on rotting from the plague.
1: Oh yeah, and he's just like, "Hey,
0: well, in that room is also you need to take Hold on. this." Hold rich. on, though, no. in that room is also someone we didn't mention earlier that they met. The, the knight, kid. no, the knight is outside earlier when they're making their way around town and they're like what the fuck is happening and he's like the plague is happening where have you guys been for the last 3 or 4 years oh yeah and they're like you're right. oh cuz they didn't know about the plague
1: they're like we're travelers and we just came So back. that
0: knight is in the room right now too and that's when the cardinal's like listen Well, the priest tells them about the black witch. He's like, I got the confession myself. It is awesome. He is in there, but he's not really doing anything here. They they show him. They they show him, so you're like, this guy's going to matter, but he doesn't do anything at all. They cut away from him. The priest is explaining how he got the confession from the girl that she's the black witch, and she's here, and that's why fucking crows are here, and the plague is here, and shit's fucked up because of this little girl.
1: Yeah, it's like she's gone from every town she's gone to, uh, she's brought the plague. So
0: the cardinal's like, You and your boy Ron, I know who you are. Your reputation precedes you.
1: You're the legend. You,
0: this priest, this knight, you're going to fucking take this witch to this abbey down the way so that she can be tried for her sins and then fucking murdered as a witch.
1: Nick Cage is like, well... I can't do it because I don't serve God's army anymore. I don't serve the church. I don't serve God's army. And the Cardinals Dean Ambrose well, the Cardinal's is like the pit. Cardinals
0: like no, the priest is looking pissed. Pissed. Dean Ambrose is like, I'm gonna ask you one more time, bro. I'm gonna tell you one more time, rather. You gotta do this thing. Or you
1: can rotten And the Keith's dungeons.
0: like, I'm not gonna do this thing. So chucked right into the dungeon.
1: And they're like like uh they get in the dungeons and Ron Perlman's all like, man. I've slept in definitely, definitely slept in worse place than this. Like this is actually pretty top notch for a dungeon. Well,
0: they see this girl crawling around on the floor, and Cage immediately you can tell on his face like he feels for her, and Ron's like, "Is that?"
1: He's like, "It's just." Well, Ron's now. like, "Is
0: that the witch?" And Cage is like, "That's not what I see." And later he gets up. Well, first he's sleeping for a while, and as we find out, and I knew like because the witch is like in this case not really looking at him. But the way they show the dream, it's not like a dream. I'm like, something's going on with this thing. But he's thinking about the former battles, and it ends with him stabbing that girl, and then he whoosh, wakes up. And he sees yeah. the witch, and he walks over. She's like crying or something. And he sees her back, and he sees it's all fucked up. And that's what convinces him. Like, shit. I think we gotta do this. He's like,
1: damn, dude. He's like, this is like, I don't know, just some like teenage, young, or early 20s girl. So
0: the next day, he's like, I gotta talk to the cardinal. We'll do this thing under one condition. She's given a fair trial. Fair trial. And I need my weapons. And all charges gotta be dismissed. And there we go.
1: And Perlman's like, Word.
0: No, well, Perlman's the one who asked for all the charges to be dismissed. Well, yeah.
1: But it seems like Perlman's just like going along with, like, Nick Cage is definitely the one in charge of these things. I don't think
0: two. Perlman gives a fuck. I really don't think he gives a shit about this girl one way or the other at this point. He's like, I just don't really wanna be in prison either. Like, but this is fine too. Cause like I said, I've been in worse situations, so fuck I just don't think he gives a shit. I think he's just been killing people for decades and he's just ready for a change.
1: It's like, all right, I'm just ready for whatever's next.
0: So the priest is like, yo, I got this route for you. Check it out. And the cage is like, Yeah, no, through these fucking woods and this river and this mountain and shit. I don't think so. Have you even made this trip before? The priest is like, Nah, dog. So like we need to find he's like, nah, I'll be fine We need to man. find someone Who has we need a guide and the priest is like Well I got just a guy for you Al
1: Capone
0: Yes so Al Capone's in the stocks for being a Swindler and tax evasion
1: And he's like yeah 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 yeah, I didn't do nothing wrong And so
0: Cage is like listen bitch you're gonna be our guide And all charges will be dropped and you'll be free But if you try to run, I will fucking murder you. Dude's like, no problem. He's
1: like, but first, have you gone to the monk castle? And he's all like, he's like, oh, yeah, I've been there all the time.
0: I sold him these relics. Why are you doing a New York accent for Al Capone? You can just, like, do your own accent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: that's how I got into it.
0: Anyway, they go, to, they go to get the girl ready to move her, right? But she ain't having it. She attacks the priest. She attacks the knight. But Rob Perlman just knocks her the fuck out. And it's like, that is how you sedate a woman. You
1: hit her in the back of the head. And so they they got her in this cage, right? And they're driving off. And people are all like,
0: get out of here, you dirty
1: witch. You should die, you dirty witch. And they're throwing tomatoes at her. And she's all
0: like, "Mm, dinner, Mm, dinner,
1: thanks. See you guys later.
0: So come on, crows. (laughs) as they're rolling out and the crows are following of course they show a shot of the cardinal and apparently he dies or looks like he dies i don't know the altar boy starts fucking crying and then they cut away from him i'm like what just did the cardinal die or is he about to die why is this boy crying is he crying because the witch just left is he in love with the witch like what is up with this little boy
1: i think he's in love with he's not in love
0: with the witch he just wants to be a knight And I think,
1: uh, yeah, and he's all like, man, I want to go. So this is where. And so what happens is he sneaks up on him and he's a pretty bad sneaker. So Perlman's like, hey, Nick, you know, there's someone tailing us, right? And Nick, like, looks over and he's like, ah, I'm going to take one bite of this apple. And then I'm going to say, let's go fucking get him. So they wait for the kid to kind of stroll up on him. And they're like, hey, kid, what the fuck you doing here? And he's like, hey, I know what I can do. I can help. I'm a kid, but I can also help because I've done all these good training. He
0: says that his dad was a knight and he wants to come along so then they get back from it. They can vouch for him and he can be a knight. That's his whole ordeal. He wants to be like his daddy. And Ron's like, 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 shut the fuck up and go home. The boy's like, you shut the fuck up, old man. And Cage is like, I'm going to give you. This is a free war. This is a free road. Cage is like, I'm going to give you one chance to take back what you just said, Iran. You're young. You don't know anybody. I'll give you one chance. The boy's like, now that motherfucker insulted me first. I'm not going to take a goddamn thing back. Well, he
1: apologizes to Nick. To Nick. And Nick's like, nah. That's to what me. I mean. No, to he's Ron. like,
0: I'm not going to fucking. That guy insulted me first. Fuck that old bitch. And Ron just draws his sword. He's like, let's go. Gage is like, don't kill him.
1: Yeah, he's like, don't kill him. Use your bad hand. Give him a shot. Well, the kid holds his arm. And, like, the kid's, like, doing, like, some acrobatic shit. And then, like,. The weird thing was like he started using the sword as like a bat and like grabbing it by the sword and not the handle at certain points. And I was like, all right, you're kind of losing me there, kid.
0: I didn't even notice because I didn't fucking care about this fight scene. Because it did, there were no stakes for it. I knew what was going to happen. The boy was going to prove himself, and he was joining the party. Like I had no doubt about it. And I already, I already and boom, bam, didn't care. Slice, we're on the road. Oh, they're on the road, and they're on the road for a while. They stop, they camp, they talk to each other for a little while. They tell how they ended up in the army to everyone else because the kid wants to know. And they're joking about it, and the priest is not finding it funny. He's like, these dudes don't take God seriously at all.
1: Not at all. The priest is one hundred percent serious. But, so then they're all going to bed, and they're like, we need to keep watch. And Perlman's like, she's in a cage. Like, what's going to happen? So the knight's are like, I'll watch her. And then, you know, like, I don't know, a couple hours go by or something. The priest fucking strolls up, and he's like, all right, you're relieved. No, We're
0: the knight, night, you but, mean the knight watches her? Yeah, but then but the hold priest on. comes you up. You said the priest watches her first. Check the tape. So the knight's like, I'll watch her. Anyway, we got to bring up something about the knight first, though, that we have completely lost left out here. And that is his family died from the plague. The plague rolled yeah. through his village. He buried a son, a daughter, and a wife, I think he said. Either way, at least a daughter and a wife he buried and lost. So he's like, this motherfucker ain't got a whole lot to live for right now anyway. So when the priest comes up and is like, let me relieve you, knight wants to have a little conversation first.
1: Yeah, and he's all like, oh, so she's not even going to get a free tri- like uh, a trial? Like, you know what? When I tell the boys, this, they're going to agree with me. We should just let her go.
0: And so he gets up to walk away. But the witch, who's been awake this whole fucking time listening to this conversation, is like, don't leave, dear knight. Don't leave me alone with him. And the knight's like, oh, baby girl, let me come over and make sure you're feeling okay. And she just grabs him and like pulls him towards the cage. So the priest rushes over trying to like get her off of him. And in the hustle and bustle, she pulls a cross off of his neck stabs it through his fucking hand and, like, pins him to the cart, takes the key to the cage from him, and escapes. This fucking idiot. Both of these fucking idiots.
1: That's when they end up chasing the fucking witch into, like, a plague graveyard.
0: Well, it's like this weird village... That they go into That's like Not deserted But the only people That are out Are the people Collecting the dead bodies And everyone else Is kind of locked yeah. inside And there's
1: like It seems like It's like a pretty Cause there's a girl Who's got obvious plague well, yeah. Who runs Oh it's definitely they, A like, city
0: that's been Hit by the plague But I was trying To figure out Cause what they end up In where they find That mass grave Is like this weird Labyrinth or maze Kind of thing Like,
1: Yeah it's like a maze With like a bunch of They probably just were I don't know They wanted to make it fun
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> they, want to, they want to make their mass graves of hoot and a holler, so you hide them in a fucking maze. Yeah, I, so
1: they're like, hey, you know, we got to do a little work in order to get in there. That
0: felt a little off to me. But they end up splitting up when they go into the labyrinth. The boy and the knight are together, and then Ron and, and uh, Nick are together. <laughs> I would think if you're going to split up, although they didn't do it on purpose, I don't think. You'd want to split the two God's Army knights up. To be with the other guys because they're the toughest dudes there.
1: Yeah, but they're of course they're like no, we're in a, we're in this for us to get out of jail. Yeah, it, that's the only reason they're and there. And then
0: they can hang out together in retirement afterwards and give each other la- lazy yeah, lazy hand jobs in a the river.
1: <laughs> they're just best friends that just want to hang out. Yeah, together.
0: that's what. It, that's exactly what it is. Well, while they're all separated, like they're dealing with a plague dog that's like eating plague bodies and shit, trying to fight it off. Meanwhile, the knight hears this voice calling and it turns out he's hearing the yeah, voice he of his daughter. his daughter so he goes and chases it but he tells the boy to stay right there by the body pit and the boy's like okay i guess so
1: and that's when i was kind of thinking i was like i don't know the symptoms of plague and like does it make you have like dementia but i was thinking i was like these people
0: have been like all around this plague it shit does not make bunch, you have like. dementia no that is not a symptom of the plague. You don't get immediate onset dementia.
1: I was like, are they are they trying to like tell us that this guy's crazy or something? I was like, maybe this chick really is well, a witch. Well, that's
0: what they're definitely trying to imply. Because you can kind of see her running around. You hear the little witchy noises and laughs and shit in the background. Like They're definitely trying to make it seem like she's a witch fucking with him in this instance. And it gets to the point where he kind of stumbles back around to where the boy is at. But in his mind, he sees his daughter. And he goes to like approach her. But what's actually happening, the boy isn't facing him. When he turns back around as dude approaches, he's just got a sword out because he's on high alert. He doesn't know what's going on. And just stabs the knight right through his guts. Just done
1: and then like the kid's pretty distraught too like when he's talking to cage and Pearlman when they come back over and he's like dude he like looked right in my eyes and just kept on like running at me but he was calling me like mila yeah i was gonna say lies
0: mila the daughter's name well cage is like oh fuck but suddenly hear like this whimper or whatever around the corner so ron goes to check it out the girl just fucking like chucks him out and jumps out like starts to choke him out or whatever
1: yeah it was pretty Cage cool. just
0: takes her and throws her he's like bitch get off my dude right now and she immediately switches back into crying apologizing for running saying she had to stop the priest so he didn't touch her again please don't take me back to the priest and both cage and ron's face at the end of that are like all right we're on your side girl
1: yeah they were definitely like all in with this girl and i'm
0: like there's a whole lot of shit that's been happening here that maybe you should at least be putting up some red flags in that girl's direction
1: yeah i still at this point was like all right i think she's probably a witch but don't really know
0: well the next morning they they buried the knight and they're going to take off and the priest goes up to cage he's like listen the witch is the one who killed him last night she overheard the night talking about his daughter she uses these weaknesses in our hearts against us and that's when i was like that's what that dream is that's what the dream he had is earlier really, it's the fucking witch getting into his brain and fucking like figuring out what his weakness is that's gonna come back um but cage just looks at her and rides off saying nothing and this is where you know the girl's evil because she looks at the priest from her cage after that exchange
1: and she like smiles it's
0: like a dirty like like cl- like uh like yeah it's a smirk like it's definitely like i just pulled one over on him and you can't do anything about it you motherfucker and i'm like okay well she's clearly evil yeah. now whether she's possessed or a witch or whatever like she's not working on the side of good at the moment.
1: Yeah, she's definitely the bad guy.
0: So they take off, and they have a little conversation, Cage and her do, through the through the cage. And she's basically like, I could ease your pain right now, buddy. I could fix you. Yeah,
1: she's all like, I could blow you through this cage. And he's
0: like, no, thank you. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, because she's all like, "She's all like, yeah, we can do plenty of things through these bars.
0: I'm not sure that's what she said.
1: But then they get to this like old, janky bridge, and... Perlman's all like, "We need to go around. Fuck this bridge." Well, no, and n- yelling at no the yeah, the, he's like Hagamon. Yeah, he's
0: like, "Hey, guide man, what the fuck is this?" The dude's like, "It's been eight or nine years since I've been here. It didn't look like this back then." I don't know what to tell you. Cage doesn't yeah. give a fuck though. Cage doesn't give a shit at all. Cage
1: is all like, "Nah, man, let's just check it out." No, and he starts like no. walking the horse. He doesn't
0: even say, "Let's check it." He doesn't say a word. He just walks onto the bridge with his horse. I'm like, "What the fuck is he doing?"
1: Yeah, he's just walking onto the bridge and like guiding the horse through like the areas where boards are deteriorating. I would
0: like to point out here. I forgot to do it earlier. And even though he's not riding the horse at the moment, Nick Cage learned how to ride a horse for this movie Oh nice He didn't know how to before I figured that's something Nick Cage just would have known how to do by 2011 But nope
1: No, Well I mean hey he learned for this specific reason Specific reason
0: He did He learned for Season of the Witch
1: Well you know you learn something new every day And Nick Cage learned something new while filming this movie So it's not a total loss Bump it up three points
0: Not a total loss for him I didn't learn how to ride a fucking horse
1: all right so they're getting across this janky old bridge right and because like once cage gets across and he's like all right it'll hold if we do like everybody take these horses across but one at a time like don't be trying to put so much weight on this thing because like take everything off of this uh carriage and we'll you know we'll get it across we'll be fine
0: and so they're getting it across, and... They get everything across except for the cart with the cage. Yeah,
1: so they're they're pulling this... Or they're pushing this cart with the cage, and, like, they're getting to this spot where it's, like, crucial, and it falls back a little, and... Like cage is thrown off to the side of the bridge. The
0: priest fucks up. The priest whose hand is fucked up for getting stabbed earlier can't hold onto the rope. Uh, yeah. His rope, his hand is getting like torn up in the rope, so he just lets it go. So when he lets go, everyone else gets fucked up and they're thrown off of the rope. And that's when everything goes sideways. The priest, yeah, fucks so it, like
1: it. falls back a little bit because of that. Cage almost falls off the bridge. The kid almost falls off the bridge. And just when he's about to like, oh slip yeah, he from does grip. He he does fall off the bridge basically. The witch like saves him.
0: She grabs him with one hand and just holds him effortlessly and pulls him back onto the bridge. It's like, what?
1: And yeah, the, like, and he's all like, dude, she saved me, but it looked a little creepy the way she did it.
0: Well, they made it across. As soon as they get across, the bridge falls apart, of course. They made it. And here's one thing I want to point out. So after this. Cage gets a flask from Ron, and he dumps the liquor onto the stab wound that's on the priest's hand. But they didn't know about antisepsis in the 14th century. He wouldn't have known to put liquor on that. It would have never even crossed his fucking mind. When he drinks out of it afterwards, that would have definitely crossed his mind. But not pouring it on a wound so it doesn't get infected. That was nonsense. And I didn't need to look that up. I knew that.
1: They're over the bridge. They're in this this uh forest there's a dense fog right so they're like dudes we can't go anywhere if we can't see where we're going so they're camping and this witch she like does like this wolf howl she's like like in harry potter and that attracts all these fucking wolves
0: well it's before that that the guide is like trying to sneak over to kill her with a crossbow in the middle of the night. But Cage wakes up to one of those dreams again where he kills the girl. But instead of the girl dying, she, like, loves it and is, like, totally into being murdered. And this is where I'm like, well, his dreams are definitely getting fucked with now. But he wakes up and he sees it and he stops the guy and Ron stops the guy from killing the girl. And that's when she calls the wolves in.
1: And she's like, did you hear that? That was crazy and so like all these wolves are attacking are about to attack him, and she's obviously like controlling these wolves because they like change their face in a really bad way and and nick's like just kill as many as you can and so they kill a bunch of them and they're they're like all right cool and then like a bunch more howls are happening and cage is all like all right fucking get the animals ready and let's just get the fuck out of here all right, so basically the wolves, they end up killing Hagamar on this second run. And, like, Nick's going back to save him. Perlman's like, don't even do it, man. Like, the fucking dude's dead. So Nick's about to kill the witch now because he's all like, Dude, fuck this. And that's when the priest is all like, no, bro, we can't do it. And Perlman's all like, bro, we're there.
0: Well, on the ride up there. Ron's like oh, I can't wait till we win here I can go back and look at the valley where I was born I was like well it's obvious you were going to fucking die anyway Now you're definitely going to die Because you're telling me about your plans after the battle It's like in a horror movie When you say I'll be right back That's Don't say what you're going to do after the battle Because that means you're dead
1: Yeah just try to get through this battle
0: Motherfucker
1: Yeah they're they are there And then they find out basically that All those monks are dead They all got the plague so they are dead
0: But they're also all like tied to their desks because they were copying passages from that book of Solomon to spread out to people so they could use it to combat the demon or whatever that's running around causing the plague.
1: Yeah, so when they find witches, they can do the final rites and make sure they get rid of all these demons. Nick Cage tells the kid to like kneel and then he knights him so he can become a knight and be like, he wants to earn it though. So he's like, oh, you're going to earn it in this fucking battle because we're about to fight this demon.
0: So before that happens, they go outside and the girl is still in the cage and the priest is doing the incantation and she's like, you motherfucker. Like, you are, you're way worse than the church. Has brought more souls to hell than anyone else in the world. And the priest is like, no, it can't be true. And Cage is like, get your shit together, you idiot. Yeah,
1: he's like, just keep reading.
0: But as he's going along and reading, the priest is like, wait, hold on a second. Because she says something... To where she starts like mimicking the herald of God from the army to Ron into cage yeah. like, his voice and everything and Ron's like wait hold on a second how could she know that and that's when the priest is like oh fuck hold on and he goes to the exorcism page of the book he's like this is not a witch this is a demon and it's in that moment that the demon like melts the cage around her fully transforms into a demon and like escapes like into the back inside of the Abbey like escapes yeah it
1: gets to the part where you're. Probably like, all right, this kind of turns into a cartoon because it's such terrible animation.
0: You don't get a good look at it here, not as good a look as you get later, at least. But Jesus Christ, is it bad? But that's when they go back inside, and the boy's like, I'm ready to do this thing, I'm ready to give my life for this. And that's when Cage is like, then fuck vouching for you, I'm just gonna make you a knight right now. Yeah. So that's when they're ready to head upstairs and fight
1: So all these monks kind of like come back to life Because the demon like puts like sort of like an essence into it
0: On the way up to the library Like they're kind of recounting the whole trip that they just made And they're like this demon was working us the whole time It wanted wanted to to be here It wanted that book so that it could destroy it And they're like oh shit And the priest's like yeah we're fucked if that happens If that demon destroys that book, because that's like the last copy, or at least the last copy we got access to, we're all fucking done for yeah so now we're talking about the the monks
1: and so these monks like kind of come back to life after perman's like where are the monks at
0: well the crows the quote-unquote crows were like little demon bats or something they fly into their mouths and like take over their bodies that is one of the only cool things about this movie i like that idea
1: and so like the priest is still reading from this book while like the rest of the crew is like fighting off all these fucking monks oh but
0: he had time to close that book and hit a monk in the face with it too while he was doing his incantation. That was awful.
1: So like the demon is like being affected by this, but is like, all right, I need to fight these fuckers off and kill them so I can destroy this book. So he just like sneaks up behind the priest and fucking snaps his neck, like turns his head all the way like 180 degrees.
0: Meanwhile, Ron got stabbed in the back by a monk, pulled that knife out and then killed the monk with it, but then he collapses So Cage is like, like, no! But Cage sees what happens to the priest, and he sees the demon going for the book, so he grabs some holy water and throws it on the demon and, like, scares it off. And this whole time, we're getting a good look at this demon's face. And it is just... I'm sorry, but even by, like, 2003 standards, these graphics are fucking terrible. Like, they are outdated when they were released and granted all computer graphics get outdated with time some hold up some don't i don't think these ever held up
1: yeah these were probably bad in 2011 when this movie came out
0: i know that they were think about how many not that this was getting that kind of a budget but how many marvel movies had already come out by 2011 yeah and they looked a million times just lord of the rings came out in like 2003 and how good like, when those When the Harry looked.
1: Potter movies come out?
0: ah, eh, those graphics look like shit, for the most part. Like, watch the first Harry Potter movie, the troll in the bathroom looks like fucking shit. Oh,
1: I've watched the last few recently. Or the first few recently.
0: Yeah, no, the graphics are very bad in those movies. They don't hold up very well. I they're give better them a, than this. I give them, oh yeah, and I'll give them a bigger pass because they're in a kid's movie, so they can feel a little more cartoonish and I don't mind. But they should not feel cartoonish in this movie. This was not meant to be cartoonish, but... anyway well so the demon is choking cage out but ron's not dead he pops back up only to be murdered
1: yeah he pops back up and he's like you're buying the beers cage and then like the demon like hugs pearlman and sets him on fire
0: yeah wraps him up in his wings and just like incinerates him
1: yeah and he just turns to like
0: Ash. So Cage watches his boy Die for the second time as far as He's concerned.
1: Yeah and so he's pretty Like sad
0: but meanwhile The boy's been tussling with some other monk Off to the side but he emerges out of nowhere With a book in his hand and he starts Reading it and Cage just like Tackles the demon and pins it to a wall
1: Yeah and then he starts Like taking these knives and he's like And he stabs the one wing and then he Like goes to stab the other And he like gets it but he doesn't get it like good enough because the demon's able to take that wing
0: and like fucking stab cage in the back like six seven eight nine times or something and in the gut eventually too like just stabs the fuck out of him but the boy keeps reading finishes the incantation and the demon burns up and explodes the crows quote unquote crows dissipate the gray, gray sky is clear and everything is hunky dory
1: yeah the plague nationwide worldwide just disappears. Well,
0: the girl ends up just butt naked and wet on the floor because the demon's been exorcised so cool from her body. The boys burying all the dead people with her outside, and she's like, "You'll tell me your story, won't they? I want to know them." You're gonna,
1: you're gonna forget about that longing glaze from Nick Cage to this naked girl as <laughs> he's dying.
0: Okay, um, uh, it wasn't as creepy as it could have been like oh,
1: it was pretty
0: fucking creepy i don't know he just gave his life to save her life he sees that she survived i don't think it was a creepy as much as it was uh thankful that what he set out to do was accomplished and then he dies but okay. if you want you can read it your way she was a wet naked girl on the floor so
1: and he was just like mm and then dies
0: well basically yeah then afterwards her and the altar boy ride away he still got the book of solomon with him so he's gonna become a demon fighter and the plague ended anna was there thank you anna
1: yeah anna's basically like all right so we're gonna get married you're gonna tell me everything about all those guys yeah and great. the kid knight's all like i am down
0: movie over thank fucking god and this is the part of the program where we are going to
1: rate 50 randy quads on a grading scale of one to 50 randy quads where one is the worst 50 is the best and two to 49 literally anything in between imdb re- rates season of the witch 27 out of 50 randy quads
0: a few things i'd like to point out before we get to our ratings one this holds in 11% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 125 reviews. So much, much worse on Rotten Tomatoes than whatever's rolled through IMDb. Also- oh, yeah,
1: IMDb writes. Uh- the way that they rate is like it's weak. One to ten.
0: It's all it's all weak. They're all skewed. Like like I pointed out before, it feels like everything on IMDb averages out to around thirty. If it's not thirty, it's twenty seven. If it's not twenty seven, it's thirty three. Like it's always in that range. And Rotten Tomatoes is just so skewed based on. All sorts of shit, too. Like, you can't really trust any of it. You can only trust our ratings. Yes. But another thing I want to point out before we get to our ratings is Nicholas Cage was nominated for a Worst Actor Razzie Award for this, but he lost... To Perlman <laughs> To two roles played by one person in the same year, and that is Adam Sandler in Jack and Jill and Just Go With It.
1: I want to say I saw Just Go With It, but I don't think I saw Jack and Jill.
0: I didn't see either one. Don't care
1: I like Adam Sandler But he did put out A bunch of shitty movies For a little while
0: He's put out for He's been putting out More shitty movies For the past 15 years Than good ones And the ones that are good Aren't even ones That he like produced Or Star Or like wrote Or Had anything to do with Happy Madison It's just other shit That he did I
1: don't know I liked uh one of the newer movies you did.
0: Anything he's put out on Netflix has been a fucking turd.
1: Oh, you know what? Never mind. That was a Kevin James movie.
0: That's probably a turd too. Really? No, we
1: watched it for the podcast. It was great.
0: I don't remember watching a Kevin James movie for the podcast. one of those.
1: Maybe you weren't on it.
0: I'm telling you, I wasn't because I don't really like Kevin James either.
1: Oh, uh, did you? You didn't like an out pronounce you Chuck and Larry?
0: Never seen it. Looks stupid oh, as fuck. I love That movie. I like Hitch. Oh, I love. If that we're talking movie. about. I, have I like that, that movie I,
1: do. I, I own both those movies actually There's two of them? Hitch and I now pronounce you Chuckle
0: Oh, oh. Uh, I like that And I think that's really all I got for Kevin James I mean he's fine in King of Queens But he's not even the highlight of that show
1: so. No, yeah, I agree with you there Well, they're all kind of like They build off each other in that
0: show you're right it's a good it's a really good ensemble cast but he's not why i come back to that show Lee Romini and fucking um jerry Stuller are why i come back to that <laughs> so show good. anyway i'm gonna go first because mine's gonna be much more negative than yours as we've already covered it's just, it's just not a good movie the acting is bad the computer graphics are bad the story is slow and boring and takes forever to get to something that isn't even that surprising or satisfying the look of it felt like i said earlier like a 300 like i expected this to be based on a comic book based on the kind of like filters they put over the screen when I looked into it it was not based on a comic book just for whatever reason it felt like it had been adapted from a comic book the way that they presented it uh that might just be in my own head but I just there was nothing about this that sucked me in or made me care an hour and a half movie felt like way longer than that I'm gonna give this a seven I (laughs) would not recommend I, I, would not, I would not recommend it I will never watch it again I will not add it to my collection This is one of the biggest Nick Cage stinkers We've come across in a while for, for my tastes And that's the thing The subject matter here is something that could hook me in But they just handled it in a way I did not enjoy So a 7 for Season of the Witch From good old JT
1: Yeah I really can't argue with you there I I'm not going to try to say that this is a good movie It's not
0: Oh, you can't. It's a you can't say that. movie. You can tell me you enjoyed. I it, enjoyed you, you it. Did not tell me this is
1: Like on this day when I watched it, like I was geared up to watch it. You know what? I was expecting it to be much worse based on our little text thread that we had going on, and I was pleasantly surprised throughout most of it, even though it was not good at all. I did enjoy it. I will not watch it again. And I don't recommend it. But I did... I I am going to give it lower than my original score. And I'm going to give it a solid 29. Wow. Which is a fall from where I rated it originally. But I think that we can all agree that... You can catch all of our new episodes easily by subscribing to our show, 50 Randy Quades, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also have every episode we've ever done of our show, including our TV talk series, Creek Chat, and Desert Dialogue.
0: Where we cover Dawson's Creek and Hidden Palms.
1: And those are all easily found on our website, 50RandyQuades.com.
0: Next time
1: on... Fifty randy quaid episode 140 the sixth almost annual christmas edition episode shang chi and the legend of the ten rings this is kind of a collaborative pick between myself jt and johnny spade and when we kind of figured out that it was on the normal portion of the disney network we're like yeah let's do that so that will be the movie that we do next and the last episode of 2021
0: i haven't watched it yet because either have i frankly i'm i'm not in a hurry for another phase of marvel movies but here we go
1: here we go indeed and this will be the last episode of the year 2021 like i said but we are going to be continuing our very successful uh, hashtag 50 Club into 2022.
0: Yeah, I think we just found it's a lot more fun to just kind of pick what we love and see what happens than try to force everything into a theme. So we're going to keep going with that. If any of you listeners hate that idea and want to see us move forward with the theme, throw us your suggestions, 50randequates.com. Let us know what theme you'd like to see so that we can say no. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Until next time, we watch movies so you don't have
0: to. Peace Peace out. out.